The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Wednesday the 22nd of January. In your Squeeze today, concerns about coronavirus, hefty insurance claims, the impacts to global economic growth, and try to say Harry without the R. This is your Squeeze today. We spoke yesterday, Claire, about the outbreak of a new and deadly virus called coronavirus that started in the city of Wuhan in China. It's also spread to other cities and overseas. For example, cases have been reported in Japan, South Korea and Thailand. Now fears it may have reached Australia. Queensland health officials yesterday confirmed that a Brisbane man is being tested. He had been held in isolation at his home, but he's now released from that. They're still running those tests and they're still concerned, but they don't think that he's of high risk of infecting other people. He'd recently returned home from Wuhan and was ill and had reported to his GP. That development comes on top of the government confirming that biosecurity staff have been stationed at Sydney Airport to meet three direct flights that come in uh, each week from Wuhan. Even more concerning is confirmation that the virus can be spread from human to human. That's not good news. What are the symptoms of the virus? What does it look like? Coronavirus is sort of a catch category for a whole bunch of those sort of uh, respiratory issues. It could be a common cold, can go all the way up to these really deadly um, illnesses that uh, look like sort of very bad pneumonia. So that's what they're really looking out for. They're really just getting to the bottom of what the uh, specific indicators are for this one. And that's why uh, it's going to take a little while for this Brisbane man to be tested because a proper test hasn't been quite nailed yet. It's been compared to SARS, which back in 2002 and 2003 killed 774 people across a number of countries. What's the advice for Aussies? Do we need to be alarmed? Our chief medico, Brendan Murphy, says that there's no need for alarm in Australia. That's something that was repeated last night by Scott Morrison. But if you're looking to travel to Wuhan, they're saying you might want to pause uh, and exercise a high degree of caution about that. Uh, That's not to say it's not serious. It certainly is. And the World Health Organization is meeting uh, in the next day about whether they need to declare that it's an international public health emergency. One group that is set to go there is our women's soccer team. The Matildas have an Olympic qualifying match there in Wuhan in less than two weeks. They haven't made any decisions on changing their plans as yet. Dr Kylie Moore-Gilbert is a Melbourne University lecturer who specialises in Islamic studies. Right now, she's serving a 10-year sentence in Iran for spying after she was detained in late 2018 while attending a conference in Tehran. Yesterday, Claire, a few more details about her detention were revealed. Letters have been smuggled out of that prison and her supporters say that she was offered to be released by Iran if she agreed to be a spy for them. Uh, The letters say that she rejected that and that it goes to her claim that it's all politicised and trumped up. So uh, concerns abound about her physical and mental condition. She's been held in solitary confinement for some months. Our Foreign Minister Maurice Payne says that the government's doing all it can. Back home and one thing that comes out of natural disasters are many, many insurance claims. Bushfires are thought to have generated $1.3 billion in claims so far and now the recent hailstorms have added an estimated $320 million more to that bill, Claire. 
So there's been bad hail, as we know, in Melbourne particularly and Canberra, uh, as well as other places around Sydney. 29,000 claims have been lodged. Most of those relate to car damage. Of course, you would have seen pictures of smashed up windscreens and uh, indicators and cars. So yeah. that's going to be a very expensive exercise. Also damage to some really um, special places in Canberra, including the Academy of Sciences Heritage Listed Shine Dome, which is quite a land marking Canberra. Over to Canada and no, it, we're not talking about the royals. When you say over to Canada, you kind of think that's what we're going to be talking about. But no, we're talking about Meng Wangzhou, who we've spoken about a fair bit in the podcast. She's the CFO of Chinese telco Huawei and the daughter of its founder. She's been held in Canada facing extradition to the US. She faces 13 criminal counts over her alleged involvement in the violation of US-imposed sanctions on Iran. Her trials started today. The process for her extradition from Canada to the US has been long awaited. She's been held since late 2018 uh, and this process could stretch out for some years. What her team is saying is that she can only be held and extradited if the crime that she's accused of is a crime in Canada as well as the US and her team says that that's not the case. So lots of legal wrangling to go. A bit political this one? Could be. That's certainly what China's saying. That's because, of course, China and the US have been tied up in uh, a trade war uh, and also wanting to keep Huawei out of their 5G rollout. For more about the company Huawei and the concerns the US and Australia has about its threat to national security, dive into our squeeze shortcut on that very topic. That link is in your episode notes. The IMF, that's the International Monetary Fund, has flagged that the impact of climate change alongside growing US-Iran tensions will impact global economic growth in 2020 and 2021, Claire. At the start of the year, it always has a look at what the headwinds are for uh, global economic growth, and it says that those are the, the couple of things that it's really concerned about. That's why it's cut its growth prediction for uh, the global economy from 3.4% to 3.5%. 3%. That's still way above what Australia is clocking at the moment. Our annual economic growth rate is currently 1.7%. It was an interesting day for big reports from international economic bodies with our Reserve Bank being told uh, by the Bank of International Settlements that it might need to look at doing things like buying some of our big uh, energy assets, um, coal mines and power stations to save Australia's economy from climate change-related financial crisis, um, it says that that's a big thing coming in the future, which sounds completely uh, out there, but they say that that's a real thing. Stand by to hear that phrase, climate change related financial crisis a little bit more this year, I'd say. Yeah, that's right. What does the country Lao have against the letter R? The communist government there doesn't like it. They say that it was a, a representation of Western repression. That was 45 years ago. But the internet and the rising middle class there is bringing it back. They're watching things like Harry Potter and you can't say Harry Potter without the letter R. That's a bit tough, isn't it? <laughs> it's restrictive. I, I don't know. I was going to try, but I'm not sure how. how so. you yeah, you just can't. Mr. Potter, maybe. Oh, you can't even say Mr. Potter. No, you can't. Finally, this <laughs> is a bit of a stereotype, Claire, but I would have thought that if there was ever an online community that would be able to keep politics out of things, it's the quilting community, but no. 
<laughs> no, Sadly, they're no. very angry. They've um, gone into a really bad place with an online sewing challenge uh, where they were going to quilt up a square that talked about injustice. Uh, and some people in the group are really unhappy about the origin of that message. So that goes to our subject line today. I've gone for Twisted Sisters. We're not going to take it because a lot of people there are really unhappy. One quilter said, The whole world is just angry and it doesn't take much to put anybody over boiling point. Before we go, just a reminder for all Squeeze parents out there that our new weekday podcast, Squeeze Kids, will drop Tuesday next week, the 28th of January. Designed to listen to with your primary age children, it'll tackle the day's news kids style. More info on the website, squeezekids.com.au. And as promised, we have a shortcut to Harry and Meghan's new royal arrangements. That'll be out today. That's all from us. We'll chat to you tomorrow. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. Sometimes it can feel like retirement is a long way off, but whether it's two years or 20 years away, it's important to make sure your super fund is working for you. Aware Super is one of Australia's largest super funds and offers heaps of free tools and tips on its website for Aussies looking to get their super sorted and put a plan in place for their retirement. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au.